0: Modern Middle East. Episode 0, Syllabus. If you're an avid listener of history podcasts like myself, then you will be familiar with what you are about to listen to. This is a narrative history podcast. I have decided to use the medium of podcasts to tell the story of the modern Middle East from my perspective. That perspective is a combination of what I have studied about the past, along with the perceptions of an American living stateside throughout the last quarter century of conflict in the Middle East. Since the title of the episode is Syllabus, I guess that means I should tell you what this podcast is about and what you can expect from it. In this podcast, I will be telling you the story that is the history of the modern Middle East. But I should probably define what I mean by modern and the Middle East. You probably have an idea of what those two things mean, but being precise is a necessity when telling the story of an entire region. Imagine having a History of Europe podcast. What on earth are the parameters of that? With a project that wide and open, you have nearly endless possibilities in terms of time periods and locations. But part of the job of being a historian is picking and choosing what sources and stories to include and what to leave out. If you want to tell a more comprehensible story, then by necessity, you need to define and limit the area of your inquiry. In other words, I need to limit what exactly I'm talking about if I want to give you a good story. So let's start with the term modern. What exactly does that mean? Depending on what you're talking about and where you're talking about, modern means something different. For example, in European history, modern is usually defined as anything taking place after the discovery of the New World by Columbus. But in terms of American history, modern usually refers to anything after the Spanish-American War. Due to the subjective nature of the term modern, it can either be extremely difficult or extremely easy to define. It could be difficult, as in there will be a perpetually disputed definition of the word. Or it could be easy, as in it can be anything I want because what is considered modern is completely arbitrary. Because of this, I have defined modern as meaning approximately 1900 CE. So what about the term Middle East? I'm certain that we all have an image that comes to mind when we hear the term Middle East, and that image probably involves a lot of sand, oil, and explosions. Or you might see ancient architecture and legions of worshipers kneeling in unison towards the south. The term Middle East is so ubiquitous that we don't really stop to think about where the term comes from or even to dissect the word. Like middle of what and east of where? The exact origin of the term is uncertain. It may have been used in the British India office in the 1850s, but it became more widely used after American naval strategists, Alfred Thayer Mahan used the term in a 1902 article. In this article, Mahan describes the Middle East as the area surrounding the Persian Gulf. Later writers would expand this definition to include Turkey, Egypt, and the Levant, which were once referred to as the Near East or the Orient. The definition would later be expanded to include much of Central Asia in order to encompass British interests. For the purposes of this podcast, I am going to include the areas of North Africa, Arabia, Central Asia, Iran, Turkey, and parts of the Southern Caucasus. I will not be including India, Southeast Asia, or Indonesia. For a better idea of what I mean, I have included a map in the show notes for this episode that denotes the areas I will be focusing on. Since we now have defined the parameters of this podcast story, I think it's time to tell you about my research methods. This podcast will use a number of both primary and secondary, as well as archeological and anthropological sources. Within the history community, there are debates over what is more reliable, primary or secondary sources. Trained historians tend to prefer primary sources but there are those who don't put as much weight in them. Some argue that you can't trust primary sources because those who are writing have a bias, especially writers from the past whose writings were often used as propaganda. Because of this, there are some who believe that secondary sources, as well as anthropology and archeology, span are more reliable. Secondary sources take primary sources and put them into modern contexts. I personally am more moderate on this issue. As a historian in training, I tend to put more value in primary sources, but as someone who only speaks one language, that being English, I will take whatever I can get that is in my primary language. bisschen Deutsch, aber es ist nicht so gut. Due to a lack of English language translations, there will be limitations to my use of primary sources. On top of that, I find it ridiculous to exclude the work of other historians from my research just because it's a secondary source. There has been a lot of work done in certain areas, and it will save me some time by using them. There's also the fact that because many of the events being described in this podcast will have happened in the last hundred years, there are many government documents that have not yet been made available to researchers. Because of this, it's difficult to paint a completely comprehensive picture of the last century in more historical works. Of course, if you go back in time too far, it is also difficult to paint a complete picture because most things written from those times have since been lost, or in many cases, never recorded at all. That's the funny thing about studying the past. We don't know how much we don't know. If you are interested in any of the sources I use for a particular episode, then you can go to the thehistoryofthemodernmiddleeast.com and find the post about that episode and check the show notes. In the show notes, I post links to any pictures, videos, audio files I reference. For each episode, I also post a bibliography of all the books and articles I use to make that episode. There will also be fully footnoted transcripts of the episodes available at Patreon, which I will discuss later. If you're going to be listening to me, then I guess I should tell you a little about myself. I am a student at a state university in Central California. If you have ever eaten an almond, then there is a pretty good chance that I've driven by the orchard where it was grown. I have an AA in Social and Behavioral Sciences, and I'm currently working on a BA in History. After I get that degree, I am planning on pursuing a Master's and then a PhD. My areas of specialty are American and Middle Eastern history. For American history, my favorite areas to study would be the revolution through the early republic along with the turn of the 20th century. For Middle Eastern history, the post-Ottoman Middle East is my specialty, which is why I chose to make this podcast about the modern Middle East. Along with this podcast, I have a number of other internet-centered projects that I work on. I have a YouTube channel, which you can find at youtube.com slash grantghurst. On that channel, I make videos about whatever interests me, which usually falls within the realm of history, political theory, and economics. I also have another website called casualhistorian.com. On this website, you'll find a number of articles I've written, some of which were papers I repurposed into articles. There is a podcast of the same name that is associated with that website, where my co-host and I talk about subjects we don't get to discuss in our regular history classes. These other projects, plus school and a job are why I can't guarantee more than a single episode of this podcast a month, and even then I might need to adjust that from time to time. I would love to be able to devote more time to this project, but I can't take time from school, and I would rather not take time from my other projects. This just leaves work, However, I can't afford to not have the income from that job right now. This is why I have created a Patreon for this podcast. For those of you who don't know what Patreon is, it is a crowdfunding platform similar to Kickstarter or Indiegogo. However, unlike those platforms which procure funds for a one-time project, Patreon is designed for continuous long-term projects. On there, you will find many YouTubers, podcasters, musicians, and artists looking for funding for their projects. If you become a patron, you will receive certain perks like exclusive content not available to the general public. Earlier, I mentioned the existence of fully footnoted transcripts of these episodes. Well, that is one of the perks for this podcast. Depending on how much you choose to donate per episode, you get access to different perks. I'm not going to go over the reward tiers here because they are subject to change. So if you are interested in supporting this podcast, then you can go to patreon.com slash history of the modern Middle East to help keep this project going. There's also a link to that Patreon page from the website historyofthemodernmiddleeast.com. I hope this introduction has gotten you interested enough to follow it because next time on episode one, we will be covering the rise of the Turks. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, you can reach me at history of the modern Middle East at gmail.com or you can visit the website historyofthemodernmiddleeast.com. Until next time, thanks for listening.